Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. My next guest is a Hollywood director best known for directing season three, episode 17 of The Office. Please welcome J.J. Abrams. There are there are a lot of great directors out there, even people who you know people know their names, but very few get standing ovations. That's crazy. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you're a lovely man. You're a lovely man, uh, JJ. As are you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Last time uh, you were here, mm-hmm. I asked you about the new the new Star Wars films, The Rise of Skywalker. Though yep. that wasn't you know, we know the title at the time. That's right. And I said, what's the status on it? No, you can't tell me anything. And you said, we have a script. That was it. Okay. Yeah. That was a scoop. That was a big deal. That was a big scoop. For, for us. Did you shoot that script? Ha <laughs> uh, We sort of, yeah, we did. Okay. But, uh, you know, as you go along, you, you, you get a better idea. And you think, oh, well, let's adjust this, let's adjust that. But we did shoot the script. And now do we have a movie? Is it locked? It is. Really? Yes, it's done. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> do you get to go to sleep now? <laughs> Immediately after the show. Uh, we, we, we locked yesterday. Oh, wow. So you're just fresh off the so lock. So once again, I have flown from locking the thing to the East Coast to see you. This happened last time. Much. Thank you very much. I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question that uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked you about the last mm. Star Wars movie you directed four years ago. What's the first word said in the movie? It, it, it will have no context, of course. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, here it goes. Ready? N- not in the crawl, but the first word spoken. First spoken, not this. Not that. Uh, at. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, the, let the theories be spun. And there are like six or seven words that follow. Okay, here's my theory. Yeah. At, at. <laughs> it oh, is no. someone actually, it's not one of our main characters. It's someone, it's a new character we haven't seen before describing something that's happened before, setting up the moment we're about to see in voiceover. Okay. <laughs> I'm so right. I'm 100% right. Um, okay. You're ending with this ninth film, The Skywalker Saga. Was it harder to end or reboot? Um, well, we, we always looked at it as a, as a continuation of what came before. So it wasn't really a... In our, in our minds, it wasn't really a reboot. It was, it was you know... The, An invigoration. <laughs> it, no, but it was like, you know, 7, 8, 9, it was like chapters 7, 8, 9. It was sort of one, okay. one book. Um, ending is much harder. Much, much, much harder. It's so hard to end. Anything. And, and it's, well, it's a, it's a very... It's a, 
It's a huge responsibility. I mean, it has to work on its own, mm-hmm. beginning and middle end for, for the movie. It's the end of the trilogy, but it's the end of three trilogies. So to end nine movies, especially when, when people care, for some people it's, it's like a, a religion. So to, to do something, to do service to that story, to end it well, to tell a story that is, is epic and also funny and also intimate, it just, there were, there were so many issues and things and Did you ever characters. think, I can't, I can't do this? I think every day there was a moment of, of oh God, you know. Um, but the truth is, as challenging as it was, uh, th- this has by far been the most rewarding uh, and, and exciting experience that I've ever had, professionally. Nope. I-, I read. <laughs> They're applauding your challenging I love, I, experience. Isn't that nice? I love everyone here. I read that Lucas originally intended for the third series of the trilogy to be Leia's story. Uh, well, I, I, I know that when... I'm not sure that that's entirely the case, but, but I know that... But I read it. Oh. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. Um, yeah, yes. But I will say that the, uh, the, 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 because of, obviously, you know, Carrie's passing, which was... You know, I knew her for a, a while before we did episode seven. Mm-hmm. Here's a lovely picture of the two of you oh. together. Oh, she, she was the greatest. And um, <clears throat> we knew that there was no way we could, we could finish this... Skywalker saga without Leia. It was impossible. And we knew we'd never want to do a, a digital Leia or, we of course, couldn't recast it. And then I, I remembered we had these scenes that we had shot in Force Awakens that we'd never used, which at the time I was really upset that we weren't using them because it was Carrie and it was Leia and how do you not use them, but it just didn't work in the movie. And weirdly, those scenes were material that we 100% realized could be used to tell her story in this film. So every time you're seeing Leia in scenes with, with characters, it's, it's Carrie in this movie, and I, I still can't quite believe that she's gone, uh, because we've been working on these scenes in editorial, and sh- mm-hmm. she's as there as anyone. It's just, it's very, it's really uncanny. Um, I understand that in her book, she makes an odd reference yeah. to something that actually hadn't happened by the time well, of her it, death. I wasn't supposed to work on this film. And she passed away uh, before The Last Jedi was released. And she wrote this book. The last uh, autobiography she wrote was The Princess Diarist. And I remember reading the book. And at the end, in the special thanks, she thanks me at the very end. And she says, in special thanks to J.J. Abrams, for putting up with me twice. And I had never worked with her before, Force Awakens. And I wasn't supposed to direct episode nine. And it was a, a very carry thing to write something like that and to somehow know. It was really strange. Well, uh, tell me where... Do you shoot this in Jordan? Many of the desert Some scenes of it in Jordan. there? Yeah, uh, the desert scenes which we shot in Jordan. I understand. I heard that you went out to the desert in Jordan mm-hmm. and then out in the desert where you actually built this little town out in the desert. You used blue screen or green screen out in the desert... Mm-hmm. Why, why not just use the desert <laughs> if you're going to go um, out to the desert? For some of the shots, um, it just wasn't the right desert, Stephen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, no, the, 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 the scene, uh, and I actually brought a clip, and there's some of it is, is, is something you'll see now. Some of the shots that we needed to get uh, required certain movement that was a physical impossibility to do. But the light in the desert was... Like, if we had shot that exact same thing anywhere else. It wouldn't have matched with every other scene. So we shot some scenes. So when we started shooting in Jordan, the first, like, four days, we were literally in this sort of blue kind of cove that we'd created 
and we'd like look just past the blue and it was the most glorious desert you'd ever seen. And we're like, we're insane people. Like this is <laughs> nuts. But when you see what ILM, to talk about them again, because yes. every segment has to talk about ILM. Can we just talk about Robert De Niro for one second? Of Robert course. De Niro was here. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Right there. And there. You can I mean, feel it. I just can't believe it. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when you see the work that they did, uh, and our visual, visual effects supervisor, Roger Guyette, who is extraordinary, it, we all knew that this was going to make it look better, and it, he's right. It does. I hope you don't have anything more important to do, because we have to take a little bit of a commercial yes, break. Sir. But stick around when we come back. I'll ask JJ some fan theory questions. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're here with J.J. Abrams. We have a clip here, uh -huh. as you said. Does anyone want to see the clip? Uh That's called tease in the business. That's called tease. <laughs> uh, Jim? We spotted the fugitives. That's exciting. That's exciting. It's a, it's a natural they fly. Of course they fly. Of course they fly. All right. Uh, we have to go here in just a moment. But before you do, uh, there's going to be a lot of fan theories out there as yep. to what happens in the film. And I know that you really can't tell me anything. You're going right, to clam up as soon as I ask any of these questions. But you know as well as I do that that machine right over there, yeah. a camera is a mind reader. Yes, it is. And we're going to take a close-up of you. Oh, God. And I'm going to read you fan theories, and uh -huh. uh, we're going to figure out whether we can read in your eyes whether any of these are true. Oh, good. Okay? <clears throat> All right. Just Which one? Which camera? You just look in that camera. Right. I'll read these, and then we'll cut <coughs> to him. Okay, ready? First fan theory. The good guys decide to build a life star. <laughs> keep, on, keep on JJ for this one. 
Chewbacca gets Harry Shave Club for Christmas and, let's say, gets very busy. <laughs> the whole movie is Count Dooku at the Galactic DMV trying to legally change his name, because, come on, Dooku. <laughs> you're loving this. Oh, this is the best. I can tell how much you're I loving do. this. I do. I love it. Turns out Kylo Ren was Kaiser Soze the whole time. <laughs> JJ? My friend? Always an honor and a pleasure. Nice yeah. to see you. Get some sleep. Good luck. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.